A table of fables. From the constellations to the oceans, all the nations, all our notions, it makes a story, a million stories. Hello, boys and girls, and welcome to the Table of Fables podcast. I am James Funnyhat, your fabulist. Today is episode number 18 of the podcast, and to celebrate, I have a very nice hat that has 18 blue and pink dragonflies on it. And I'm not sure if that makes it a funny hat, but what I'm going to do later is go outside and see if anyone laughs or if anyone says, Hey, nice dragonfly hat. Where did you get it? I'll find out soon enough. Well, today there's an email to read to you from Ella W., who lives in Toronto and who is just about to turn six. In fact, maybe she's already turned six. And Ella W. says that she loves the show. Well, that's really nice. Thanks very much, Ella. And I'm really glad you like it. She also says that she likes how I whistle when I'm in a timeout. And, yeah, I guess I do whistle. I kind of go like... <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, though, Ella, you're not allowed to give me a timeout. Because remember on that episode where one of the kids gave me a timeout and tricked me? Well, that is not allowed anymore. And that is part of the rules of this podcast. So don't give me a timeout, Ella. And listeners, please don't give me a timeout. It's not allowed. Ella also has a couple of questions. Dear James Funny Hat, where do you get your funny hats? I get them at the Funny Hat Store. Is there a funny hat store near you? That's a great place to get funny hats. You can also make them too. Sometimes I make them. And sometimes I get them at the Funny Hat Store. She also asks, which would you prefer, sitting on fire or sitting on ice cubes? Maybe you could try out both on your podcast. Well, I'm not really sure what I'd prefer, sitting on ice cubes or sitting on fire. And there's only one way to find out, which is to try. So, I will be right back. I will get some ice cubes. Okay, Ella, I'm back, and now I have ice cubes, and I'm going to put them here on the chair. And now I'm going to sit down. 
Okay, woo! Um, that is pretty nice. I think I preferred just the chair than the ice cubes, though, but that's pretty good. I think, though, actually, this is not really comfortable. I think I'm going to like the fire a lot better because this is kind of freezing. I know what to do. I'll go make a fire outside and then I'll go sit on it and it'll be nice and warm and lovely and way nicer than these ice cubes. Okay, I'll be back in a minute. All right, Ella, I made a fire and now I'm out at the fire. And I think this is gonna be way better because that ice cube was cold. I mean, I didn't want to say that it was uncomfortable, but now that I see the fire, I think it's going to be a lot warmer. So let me just get a little bit closer to the fire and, whoa, actually, actually, this might be too hot. Uh, do you really sit on these, Ella? Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, oh, no, ow, 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 ow. Okay, that was too hot. That was so hot, I could only get a little bit close, but I couldn't even sit on it. Ella, I don't know how you can sit on fires. It was way too hot. But at least now, I know. I prefer sitting on ice cubes than sitting on fire. But I think I prefer even more sitting on the floor or sitting on a chair. I think that's even better. Thank you so much for your question, Ella W., and happy birthday. Oh, and by the way, I've switched hats. I'm not wearing my dragonfly hat anymore. I'm now wearing my soothing calamine lotion hat. If anyone else would like to send an email with a question or a comment, the address is james at jamesfunnyhat.com. Well, we are going to have a story very soon and the story is about someone who loves his job. And your parents probably have jobs where they do something all day, and in exchange, they get money to buy food and to buy clothes and to buy a place to live, and it's a really good trade-off. You do your job, and you get money. Well, in the story, there's somebody who all of a sudden gets money. And then he doesn't need to do his job. And he might think, well, that's really good. But what happens is that he finds out when he doesn't have a job, he starts to be a little bit different than he used to be. And maybe it's not for the better. You'll hear what happens in the story. Well, soon you'll hear a sound that will go ding. That will be the story bell. When you hear the bell, put your hands up in the air. When you can't hear the bell anymore, put your hands down and the story will begin. So, let's get ready for the story because we have to make the pictures that go with the story in our minds. So we better be calm. We better take a deep breath in and a deep breath out. And one more in and one more out. Here comes the story bell. In a village in Europe, there was a man named Ivan. 
who was a cobbler. That meant that he made and repaired shoes. And back then, people didn't have four pairs or five pairs or 30 pairs of shoes like today. They had one and sometimes two. And if their shoes got a hole or a rip in them, they didn't go to the store and buy a new pair. They got them fixed by a cobbler, someone like Ivan. Ivan loved to make and repair shoes. He loved to do it well, and he loved to make people happy. When people came into his store, they came in usually upset because their shoes were broken. But when they left, they were happy and settled, inspired even. Ivan was full of joy about fixing shoes, about making shoes, and about helping people. And the joy went from his heart into the shoes and right into other people when he fixed their shoes. Here's what happened one time when Dorota came into his shop. She came in and said, Ivan, I'm feeling so sad. I've been walking only on one shoe today. I've just been hopping around because there's a hole in the bottom of my shoe. The water comes in. The stones come in. I can hardly walk, Ivan. Ivan looked at Dorota and said, Don't worry, Dorota. Ivan will help you. And he got his leather cutters. He got his snips. He got his hammer. And he began to whistle and work. His shop was full of activity and movement and music. People started to look through the window from outside. The children started to gather after coming home from school. Everyone wanted to watch Ivan fix this pair of shoes. Another time, Mendel came in. Mendel came in hopping on one foot. He came into the shop and said, Oh, Ivan, oh, I've been hop, hop, hopping on one foot all day. Look, look at my shoe, Ivan. Look, it's got a big rip in the side. What can I do? Ivan said, Sit down, Mendel. Ivan will help you. He got his leather cutters. He got his snips. He got his hammer. And he began to whistle and work. Mendel started to dance too. People started to watch from outside the shop. As he spun around, as he danced around and fixed Mendel's shoe. So that was Ivan putting shoes on people's feet and joy in their hearts. There was another man in the village who was a rich man. He lived in a very big house, a very quiet house, and his face was shriveled and narrow like an old rotten raisin. He had lots of coins, lots of gold pieces, and lots of silver pieces. And he would spend all night counting 87 gold. his money. 41 gold. 93 silver. 
167 gold, 8,457 silver. It would take him all night to count all of the coins and all of the gold pieces and all of the silver pieces and to make sure that none were missing. And by the time the sun rose, he was so tired, he would just go to sleep and sleep all day. But it was not easy to sleep near Ivan's shop because Ivan's shop was full of joy, was full of people, was full of activity, was full of music. All the noise was keeping the rich man up. He got tired of not being able to sleep. He got tired of being tired. And then he had an idea. He took a bag of coins, of gold pieces and silver pieces, and he went straight into Ivan's shop. He did not knock. He just opened the door. He put the big bag of coins on Ivan's desk and said, Boof! Ivan wondered what was in the bag, so he opened it up and saw the shiny coins, the gold pieces, the silver pieces. He wondered how many there were, so he went straight to the door of his shop, and he locked the door, and he turned the open sign to closed, and he went in the back and began to count the coins, the gold pieces and the silver pieces. One gold. Two gold, three gold. It took him a long time to count, and he wasn't finished till late at night. Eighty silver. Ninety silver. Feeling very tired, he went upstairs to go to bed and went to sleep. But only for seven seconds. He couldn't sleep longer than that because he worried what if someone knows that I have all this gold and silver and coins? What if a thief knows? What if a thief comes to take it? So he went downstairs. He put the gold back in the bag and he put the bag in the cupboard and then went back upstairs to go to sleep. But only for seven seconds, he woke up again. What if someone knows that it's in the cupboard? What if the thief knows? I better find another spot. He got up and he moved the bag from the cupboard to the closet. And then he went to sleep. But only for seven seconds. He woke up again, worried. It's too easy to find that bag in the closet. I better find a better spot. I'll hide it in the attic. So he climbed up the ladder into the attic and hid it inside a box that was all covered in cobwebs. And then he went back down and went to sleep. But only for seven seconds, he woke up again, wondering, what if the thief goes up into the attic and finds the gold? I'd better find a better spot. He took the bag and went out in the backyard and began to dig a hole. He dug a very deep hole. He put the bag with the coins, the gold pieces, and the silver pieces at the bottom of the hole and then put all the dirt back in and went back upstairs and went to sleep. But only for seven seconds, he thought, 
That was not a good space for a hole. I'd better dig another one. So he went back out into the yard and dug another hole. And as he was digging, the sun rose. And he thought to himself, I'd better open the shop. But then he thought, I don't need to open the shop. I'm a rich man. I have all of this gold and all of this silver and all of these coins. I don't need to work. I will just go up and go to sleep. So he took the bag with him and hugged it in his arms like a teddy bear and went to sleep as the sun shone. Dorota walked by and wondered why his shop wasn't open. She thought he must be sick. Mendel walked by and thought, Hmm, Ivan's shop is closed. He must be visiting his relatives. The children walked by on their way home from school. They wanted to have the shoe-fixing show, but they saw the door was closed. When the sun set, Ivan woke up with the bag in his arms, but he wondered, Did a thief come in the night? I better count them again. So he began to count his gold and silver and coins again. When the sun rose the next morning, he was so tired from all of his counting that he went upstairs and went to sleep as the sun shone. He woke up in the evening and counted his coins and gold pieces and silver pieces again. This happened day after day. It happened for a whole week. Until one morning, as Ivan was done his counting, he walked by a mirror, and he saw that his face was shriveled and narrow. He thought it looked like an old rotten raisin. He wondered, Who am I? Am I Ivan the happy, joyful shoemaker? Or am I a shriveled, old, miserable counter of coins and gold pieces and silver pieces? He thought to himself, I like to be Ivan again. He took the bag of coins, of gold pieces and silver pieces. He went over to the rich man's house and put it on his doorstep and said, Boof! And he went back and he opened his shop and began to fix shoes again. You've made it to the end of the story. You've made it to the end of episode number 18 of the Table of Fables podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Now, this show needs your support. And if you would like to support it, you can find out how to do it on my website, which is jamesbunnyhat.com. So, if you would like to help this show happen every week, 
please visit the site and you'll find out lots of different ways that you can help. You can make a donation. You can tell all your friends. You can leave reviews on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, or wherever you listen to this podcast. So thank you very much for tuning in. I am James Funnyhat, and we'll see you next week on a table of fables. Thank you.